when seemingly bad things happen to us, we could either rise above the problem and try to solve the problem and come up with solutions, or we can just complain about it, complain about the world, complain about other people, tell how unfair life is, how life is hard and people are cruel. Welcome to Maya and Illusion, where we connect with our spirituality. This is your host, Maya Nair, a philosophy junkie with a deep desire to serve the world. I've come to know that knowledge is bliss and ignorance a blister. So let's drop our suffering and seek our infinite potential, shall we? Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Maya and Illusion Podcast. This is the seventh episode, which is Addiction to Misery. Why are we addicted to misery? In this episode, we are going to explore that question and sort of like understand uh, from a spiritual and psychological perspective, you know, this weird addiction to sorrow. And I'm going to share with you three ideas that would help you get a better understanding and bring more clarity to this question. All right. So something fun before we start, or it's uh, something that'll make you think, I guess. So Betty Butter bought some butter, but the butter was bitter. How do you think Betty Butter would react? So she has two options, okay? She could either brood over the bitter butter or she could go and buy some better butter. <laughs> okay, that was just a very, very oversimplified version of the message I wanted to convey to you. In our lives, we have two options, just like Betty did. When seemingly bad things happen to us, we could either rise above the problem and try to solve the problem and come up with solutions or we can just complain about it complain about the world complain about other people tell how unfair life is how life is hard and people are cruel and you know what i've noticed from my own life and also from you know friends and family it is this that we are often addicted or we are often encouraged to default into the complaint mode and it takes us a very very conscious effort to just you know snap out of the complaining and try to find a positive perspective in a negative situation do you agree with that that it does take some effort to go from complaining mode to yeah this has some meaning behind it mode okay so this phenomenon has always you know made me very curious and made me wonder what is this weird obsession of ours to misery so i'm going to highlight to you three interesting ideas of uh, why this could be this addiction to misery let's get into it the first one is the negativity bias so negativity bias is actually our brain's tendency to look out for the bad stuff you know our brain 
tends to overemphasize on the loss or the risk or the probability of failure and danger rather than the good stuff, you know, the profit, the probability to win. So why is it that our brain is so messed up and why do we com continuously view situations like this without any objectivity and why are we drawn to negative? The simple answer to all these questions is this. It is our programming of the past. So in the olden times, the caveman era, people were surrounded by danger. You know, it was the wild animals or the nature, storms, tornadoes, whatnot. And this caused people to be alert all the time and look out for danger all the time. You know, they had to expect bad things. And this was the origin of the negativity bias. And it's not just negativity bias that we have inherited from our ancestors. There are many, many um, traits or characteristics, thinking patterns that we have inherited, which does not serve us anymore. So it's important for us to educate ourselves about these traits so that we can be conscious and catch ourselves when we are, you know, playing that old script. And in fact, this negative bias could be harmful to our well-being. Can you imagine like all of us worrying about everything in our lives? I mean, panic attacks and anxiety disorders are already through the roof. The numbers of people having panic attacks and anxiety disorders. And another reason I want to mention this to you is because, see, in episode number five, is this the reality you want to create? I mentioned to you that you are the creator of your reality. So what will happen if you latch on to negative stuff in your life? You'll attract more of that. And it'll be the story of your life. Addiction to misery led to more misery and more misery. And I don't want that for you. I want you to have the most amazing, most positive life in the world. So hence, we got to make a conscious decision to notice this negativity bias and stop it in its tracks. Are you with me? Okay. Let's move on to the next point that I want to mention. The next idea is a little more spiritual explanation as to why this whole addiction to negativity happens. And it is this little guy called Ego who is the enemy. Ego is the enemy, book by Ryan Holiday. Okay. So, when I say ego, I mean this uh, sense of I, mine, and my. Okay, I'm going to give you an example. Every moment of every day, many people die in this world, right? But it doesn't affect us. We are not sobbing and crying over some person's death. However, when a close family member passes away, we are struck with the bolt of sorrow. Isn't it true? I mean, I understand this person has been very close to you and they mean a lot to you. But I want you to just think for a bit, like just for the scientific, not scientific, spiritual explanation. I just want to um, encourage you to think for a bit. You know, why is that? This, uh, this person 
is also a human being the other person that you did not know this is also a human being this person whom i know is also a human being but why is it that the death of uh, my family member affects me but not the other person and what comes to me is that the sense of my relative my friend the sense of my makes all the difference can you imagine like if you remove my out of the equation then it wouldn't make any difference so are you sorrow because someone died or are you sorrow because it was someone that was related to you do you get the point see i'm not trying to be insensitive or hurtful here i'm just trying to draw your attention to the fact that maybe just maybe this sense of ego and the sense of i could be causing sorrow in your life and probably this was a drastic example to give but i just really really want you to take home this idea that if we could stop thinking so much about ourselves and move our attention to something bigger and greater than ourselves then maybe we'll have a better life and when i think about you know dissolving ego and uh focusing on something greater than ourselves i always think of army men and i have like great respect for them because they are these brave soldiers they are these amazing people who are willing to give up life for their country and let me tell you this no human beings want to die ever let me correct myself no life wants to die none not a plant not an animal not a human being but these incredible people of the army they have dedicated their life to their country and they're willing to give up the most precious thing in their life which is their life itself i mean like guys i i have deep respect for them they're doing a great service the idea is that when we identify ourselves to something greater then the sense of i diminishes Okay guys moving on to the last and the third concept or idea and this is something that i've learned from hypnotherapy so for those of you who uh, don't know i have completed level 1 clinical hypnotherapy course and guys trust me hypnotherapy is fascinating so i attended this 2 day course and oh my god it blew my mind away okay so coming to the idea maybe we are addicted to sorrow due to our familiarity to those sorrowful situations or conditions okay i'm going to explain this to you with an example that happened in my life okay this actually happened a few days ago which really made me think okay so one morning i was up and i was brushing my teeth in the hostel uh, common bathroom So in the hostel we have the bathrooms and the wash basins and it's all common like there are no bath attached rooms so i was there brushing my teeth and uh, there are these geysers where you can get hot water from they water heaters okay so what happens is after a point in time uh, the water heater on our floor stops working properly and the water becomes a uh, lukewarm it doesn't give you like that super hot water that you would love to have a bath with and it becomes very lukewarm okay so one of my friends she came and she was filling the bucket with the um, hot water 
but there was no hot water she was checking and then it was just lukewarm so i told her i knew about this and i told her you know what you can go to the first floor you'll get super hot water yeah that's what i call it super hot water <laughs> so she hesitated and she told me you know it's okay i'll just have water uh, lukewarm water bath so i was curious i want to know why i mean not really curious but i just asked her why she wouldn't go to the first floor so she said she was lazy and you know what i said okay fine i'll take that but this next thing that she said it really made me wonder and think and question i know it's a silly thing but guys it made me question and wonder a lot okay so she said i don't really need a lot of water i'll just go down and fetch some water from the first floor and come have a bath on the third floor and i was like what you said you were lazy why would you walk all the way down to the first floor get water carry it to the third floor and have a bath like why would you do that that's so much work you know that made no sense to me and i was just thinking why was my friend so hesitant to go have a bath on the first floor and i started correlating to this concept in hypnotherapy our minds are drawn to things that are familiar to us even if it's not uh, something that serves us we are drawn to what's familiar we would rather be with people who are familiar but not nice to us than be with people who are unfamiliar but super nice and awesome we have this addiction to familiarity so maybe it's not addiction to sorrow maybe it's addiction to familiarity to sorrow does that idea make sense to you so in our subconscious mind we have a lot of familiar beliefs you know something like i'm smart i'm intelligent or i'm born stupid i don't understand math and these beliefs these familiar beliefs of ours mold our reality so if someone were to think subconsciously that they are not good at math they're going to have a hard time to pass their advanced calculus class and not because they're not working hard enough it's because they have been programmed to think that they're not good enough and it's sort of like the subconscious belief that stops you from actually achieving what you want in life and this familiarity it kind of messes things up for you hence it's important for you to take an inventory of your subconscious beliefs and make familiar unfamiliar okay so this is something marissa peer she is a hypnotherapist she says this you need to make familiar unfamiliar and unfamiliar familiar so don't forget that and that's all for today guys uh, so we discussed three important ideas in this episode today the first one is negativity bias our brain's tendency to look out for bad stuff the second one is the role of ego in causing sorrow in our life and the third one is our familiarity to sorrow which brings in more of that into our lives so i hope this message resonated with you guys and it served you well if you could take a moment and leave a review on itunes that would be amazing and i'm also give, uh, giving away the holy geeta for 
people who are leaving a review on iTunes. So if you're interested, do check it out. Uh, the giveaway details would be available on my blog, which is www.myanillusion.com. This will be the last uh, chance for you to enroll yourself in the giveaway. So do not miss it out. Okay, and... Uh, if you felt that this episode added some value in your life, I would highly, highly, highly um, encourage you to share this episode with a friend of yours. That would be very, very helpful. And if you've got any suggestions or questions for me, you can let me know over at my blog, which is, as I said, www.mayanillusion.com or Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You'll find all the links in the show notes. I can't wait to connect with all of you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for spending it with me. Thank you for coming with me on this amazing, amazing self-development journey. Have the best day of your life. We'll talk soon. Before I leave, I want to remind you that you are Sat Chit Ananda. Existence, consciousness, and pure bliss. Everything else is Maya and illusion. <laughs>